Hey y'all, how y'all doing? What's up? Happy Wednesday. It's another SW Live Wednesday in this piece. And y'all know I'm always happy to be here. So what's up? What's going on? How y'all feeling? How y'all doing? Happy Wednesday. The last day of the month. We on a, a short week for work, I'm guessing, for most people. And um, if not for most people, I'm sorry, but for the ones who do get that short week, kudos because everybody don't get that. Um, but welcome to Wednesday, SW Live, baby. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? How y'all living? <sighs> welcome to Wednesday. It, it's actually been a very, 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 very busy week so far, even though we haven't had all the days of the week to be at work, it feels like it, um, because it's been busy, and then um, I did my celebration of my grad last week, which is why we did not do a show last week, because y'all not like live shows, but that's the reason we were not live last week, but we are back in this building, and today um, Wednesday, May 31st, the last day of the month, y'all. The last day of May. But we are in we are well into um Gemini season though. Like we are into it. <laughs> we are definitely living the Gemini season. It's been a couple um different um moons out, a couple different um what's the um atmosphere changes. But it's all been good stuff, though. Like, you know, we always have, like, the the funniest things to say about um, Gemini season. But it's been a good season. Gemini, it's been a good season. Y'all ain't been bringing no hellish days lately. Because y'all be on one. Y'all definitely be on one. Nobody can say it ain't true. We're going to drop that quote of the day. The quote of the day is, most people live in a myth and grow violently angry if anyone dares to tell them the truth about themselves. Mm. That is unfortunately the truth. <laughs> it really is because like, um, mm, my goodness, it's definitely the truth. So what I'll say about the um, quote of the day is, and I'm gonna read it again, you know, just to go ahead and drop that again, drop that bomb way out again. But um, it says, most people live in a myth and grow violently angry if anyone dares to tell them the truth about themselves. And the reason why it's more true than none is because of the simple fact that you'd rather let a person deal with and, and, and listen to their own lies and just believe their own BS than to argue with them. You'd rather just not, like a lot of times, especially when you know the person you're dealing with. If you know the person you're dealing with and you know that they ain't about to sit up and listen to nothing that you're telling them anyway, it's hard to sit up and like want to give that person conversation. What the comments say? And I'm telling you, seriously, it's very, very hard to, the the whole quote in general um, is, 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 is like an automatic because it's like, you, you like, this is what I've learned about um, talking to certain people. You're either going to have people that's going to have a conversation with you and meet you at the conversation, or you're going to have people that want to sit up and give you argument. And 
that argumentative spirit be heavy and strong amongst people. And guess who not finish it up and do it? I leave you in that conversation so fast. So fast. Most people live in a myth. I would and it's sad to say, but like it just gives you more perspective of that whole thing of most people can't come. Everybody can't go. Like <laughs> everybody can't go, bro. It just it's just not possible because people, because it's gonna be people that believe this, that the myths that's in them, you can't tell them nothing differently outside of what they already believe. And then when you when you try to tell them, it makes you the enemy. So you just leave it alone. Most people just leave it alone. So yeah, most people live in a myth and grow violently angry if anyone dares to tell them the truth by themselves. Live in your truth and whatever you believe your truth is. I hate it for you because everybody's not going to sit up and be like, yeah, I'm going to coddle you and give you the uh, belief and understanding that your truth may be your, that might be real, not when it's a fact. You can't even give people like that facts. They still want to argue facts with their opinion. That's heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking. So that's our quote of the day, y'all. I, I think that um that it speaks for itself. And I also think that um we have to be understanding of what's real. And not just believe just what we feel is considered a real thing. Feelings are one thing. They're just feelings. Especially when you have a factual situation going on that involves the same thing that you're talking about. And it's something going on that's proven everything that you're saying wrong. Because you want to justify your opinion to that, to no avail. You got to chill. <laughs> you got to chill. All right. Yeah, Jill. All right, y'all. So today we're gonna debunk some myths, and we're gonna talk about a couple things that have you have gravitated to the black communities, and it still gravitates to the black communities. You know, we do we do accept a lot of different strong points and views of other people's opinions about us, and then we become we we become engorged in it. Like if somebody starts saying having big lips ain't cool. Um, and it happened at some point. It was like black women that had big plump lips trying to go and get their lips reduced. <laughs> like, girl, they really just want them lips. Don't do that. Don't let the people confuse you and trick you out your lips. Don't do that. Don't let nobody trick you out your lips. All right. So um, it can be directly in our faces the truth and some of us will still ignore it and stay in denial about direct about a direct issue so in most times you'll have the person that understand that <laughs> trying to trick you out your lips um you'll have a person like showing you like i said earlier something factual and you want to argue with them because you feel like your opinion has such a strong basis and, and it really may, it may stand on such solid ground, but if you have, you gotta have like real backup with things to make them facts. So like the, the, the proof, the research, the evidence, it, it takes more than just saying, I believe this. And just because I believe it, it should be considered real. Should I know? We're not gonna do that now. 
We ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna make us make ourselves just be looking crazy out here. So we're gonna debunk some of these myths. I'm gonna drop some myths. I'm gonna drop some myths or what people have said are myths, and we're gonna decide whether they're true or whether they're false. Because some of these myths that I'm gonna drop are not um, all myths. So let's get started. All right, the first myth is black parents aren't equally invested in their child's education and doesn't engage in school affirming behavior. I don't know why. So I don't even know why people would even look at that as a myth. Like what thought process with all I, we got bunches and bunches of children graduating from colleges, graduating from um with PhDs, with masters, and graduating from high school. So we do have so much invested in um, our children in general. And they sitting up there telling us that black parents aren't equally invested in their child's education and doesn't engage in school affirming behavior. The lies they tell. Ain't it crazy? Crazy. So we know that's false. So that is a myth. Um, let me read the statistical report behind that statement. False. The National Center for Education Statistics reported in 2008 through 2021 that 94% of Black parents said their children did homework outside of school. The same percentage of parents reported setting aside a special time and place for their children to complete homework and having an adult household check it uh, an adult in the household check it this is the highest percentage of any subgroup of the u.s people engaged in critical school affirming behavior behavior so not only is that a false statement we are the highest rated race to make their kids have that way when we we take things that they're supposed to do from from the school and affirm it and make sure they do it at home we're the highest race of the people who do that. We're raising scholars and entrepreneurs. Definitely a myth. I'm telling you, there's nothing much, no, there's no bigger lie than that one. There's no bigger lie than that one. Because for one, you ain't going to tell me that we ain't pushing out a bunch of scholars. And even if they don't want to go to college, we're not forcing them to go to college. This is a choice that they are wanting to make for themselves. Definitely a choice. All right. Um... Let's see the next one. Myth, there are more black men in prison than in college. Hmm, what y'all think about that one? What y'all think? What y'all think about that one? <laughs> I think um, a lot of people really believe that though. I really believe that a lot of people believe that more black men are in prison than in college. Um, that's false. In fact, it's so false that I know I, that was the thing. That's why I think a lot of people believe that because people do believe it could be true. <laughs> people do believe it could be true. They, that's the thing. People would believe that, but it is false. Um, a Howard University school um, per board of education conducted research that shows that there are more black men in college 
than in prison. His research indicated that in 2009 through 2021, 1.4 million black men attended college and 840,000 black men were in prison. So there's a maybe like a three to four hundred and fifty thousand dollars I mean thousand dollars thousand uh difference that's not even five hundred that's not even half a million difference so it it, it is a it is a uh high probability that in 2023 that those numbers have increased we ain't gonna say that it didn't increase four hundred and fifty thousand but it definitely is a high high volume number um so and that was up until two i'm sorry that was 20 that was 2009 through 2019. so between those years 1.4 this was per year that these year that these numbers was acclimated 1.4 million black men attended college per year um, and 840,000 black men were in prison. So as the numbers increased, the, it, but the prison numbers weren't increasing every year like the college numbers were. So that's a good thing. We're going we're gonna to take that as a win. Win. All right. Let's go to the next myth. <laughs> um, single fathers outweigh single mothers. What child think about that one? What y'all think about that one? This is what I think. Well, I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm going to answer the question biasly because I already know the answer. But before I even know the, knew the answer, I knew the answer. Um, because the only probability that single mothers could be less than single fathers or equal to is that the single mother and her single father are the only they they don't have any other children so in that situation it would be an equal situation but in most situations if a, a single mother has multiple children from different men so if she got four kids and four baby daddies and only one baby daddy is present for that child, that means in that whole situation, she is um, three to one. She three to one. So in that situation, it will prove that it will prove the point of that single mothers do have more children than single fathers. And I know a lot, it's a, and I know it's an interesting concept to think about because when you look at it, you think like, well, every, for every child, they got to be a daddy, right? But yeah, but they don't have to be the same daddy. It don't have to be the same daddy, though. Every woman don't have the same daddy for all of her children. So that way, that means that she got more baby daddies than he got baby mamas. Cause he only got that one child from her. So he got one baby mama. She got three baby daddies. Or maybe four. We don't know. It's four kids. So it, it just, it, it's a contingency thing, but the numbers don't lie. There are definitely more single mothers than there are single fathers. 
And that's in any situation, that's in the, the black community, the white community, the Mexican community, whatever community. The mothers have more children than the fathers. That's it. That's all. I hate to say it, but, you know, it's something to just think about. <laughs> it is something to think about. Um, next. Black children youth use more alcohol tobacco and other drugs than white children what y'all think about that one what y'all what y'all what y'all think about that one all right i'm gonna ask, go ahead and drop that answer that is false um they did a study in 2011 and 2015 those were the last two studies it was i guess there's no other reason to prove it wrong now since they feel this way but white 12th graders use more alcohol tobacco and other drugs than black 12th graders according to the reports from the national institute for drug abuse in the washington-based tank think tank education sector Use of alcohol, tobacco, and other drugs has consistently been found to be less prevalent among African-American children than their white peers. This finding also is true among black children and black, well, this finding is also true among black students in lower grades as well. So from the time that they, from any level of high school, Black people are the the black kids are um, less likely to use alcohol, drugs, and abuse it. Use and abuse. They use more drugs in rich private schools than a little bit. Trust me. And they're getting a rent from home out the medicine cabinet. Medicine cabinet. All right. Um, let's see what the next one is. <laughs> this was gonna be funny because me personally i had thought it wasn't true because i was like what and black it says more black people attend church than other races and the reason why i thought it wasn't true because you used to see but then i thought about the black churches have mega churches as well now so it's all it's definitely and then they'd be definitely full um so it's more black people than white people attend church. Yes, more black people than white people attend church. And they it represented that 55% of black people reported attending church weekly. And that represented the highest percentage of so black people really building the church foundations. You know what I'm saying? They're definitely building the foundations of all of that. Um I believe that. For, I will say this, for um, the black churches to be such a proclaimed staple in the community, they don't give back enough to people directly. Instead of just like holding community events, they don't give like a whole lot of back, a whole lot back. And I think they should definitely um, do that versus just um, saying, I'm gonna pray for you. The next myth, 
61% of single black men are middle class. What y'all think about that one? <laughs> what y'all think about that one? What y'all think about that one? Um, so 61% of single black men are middle class. It is true. There is a higher rate of middle class black men than there is a high than the rate of middle class uh, black women. But and the only reason why that is true is because there are more single black men than there are single black women. So it kind of outweighs each other. It's definitely kind of outweighs each other. But um, the middle class version of it is a lot of people do not believe they don't give black men enough credit with middle class stability. Um, we don't hear enough about black men doing this and black men having that. We hear a lot about um, single black women doing their thing and, you know, uh, single mothers doing their thing. But black men don't get any praise on having like high good credit scores, college education. Um, taking care of their families, not children, but families, um, you know, living above normal, normalcy because a lot of us don't get to live in these high rise places and do all of these things because we do have children. We do have to be more economical. So we don't give black men enough praise for the things that they're able to do. Excuse me. All right. So next myth. Let's see. It says MLK was always a beloved figure. What do y'all think about that one? Anybody believe that MLK was always um, treated equally and treated how he was supposed to be treated? That will kind of like answer this question for you. Definitely. All right. So MLK was not always a beloved figure. Um, he, they pretty much turned their back on Brother Martin when he started talking about the revolution and reparations for Black people. And as soon as he started speaking up about the things that Malcolm was talking about from jump, as soon as he started talking about the um, I'm gonna read y'all a assert um, from I mean an insert from this person. This um, I'm gonna go to it right now to tell y'all exactly who who posted it. Um, Independent.com. It's a black news outlet that you know does reports on things that are happening in our time in our day. And so it said that um, Martin was always, the question was, was Martin always love? And I think a lot of people really thought that Martin was always a beloved person because they gave him a holiday and did all those significant things to try to cover up the fact that they murdered his ass. But um, when as soon as 
<laughs> and the only reason why I'm gonna say this because a lot of people you gotta know that we you you literally can be forgiven for thinking that Martin was the beloved person because he was painted that way. They never wanted you all to know that Martin literally came out and started speaking and saying the things that made him realize he felt like he led his people wrong down the wrong path, down the wrong um, avenues, and all of those different things. But um, you can definitely be forgiven for that because as his focus shifted from civil rights and integration to economic empowerment and reparations, Martin was deeply unpopular when he was murdered, which is why they murdered him because he was no longer out there speaking humankind, um, let's shake hands and say kumbaya and all of that. He started talking about what was real. And if this was real, then it like, well, then Martin, what you was talking about before? So you saying we should have listened to Brother Malcolm? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So his he dropped from when he first came out amongst black people alone, he was 63% in favor. They were 63% in favor of him. By the time he passed away, they were 32% in favor of him because he started speaking that truth. So things change when your um, narrative and your perspective starts to get a little bit more awoke than what it was. So yeah, Martin decided, hey, I ain't on that BS no more. We're going to go on and talk about this real. We're going to talk about this real. <laughs> All right. Um, let's do this. I think I got one more myth up here. Yes. Black on black crime. Is that real? Is that true? Is that for real? Is black on black crime a myth? Y'all think about that. Is black on black crime a myth? Well, crime and especially violent crime, when it occurs in black community, is pathesized in a way that suggests that there is something dangerous or predatory about black people. The reality is, is that crime often prevails at higher rates in poor or poorer communities simply because they are poor communities. Poverty, proximity, Opportunity and access to each other on a regular basis and mental health are key drives of crime, not ethnicity and race, and certainly not blackness. So we know that most people are going to say black on black crime is um, real, but black on, it's not real. But it's it's only reason why we accept that black on black crime is going to be considered that way is because black people live with black people every day white people live with white people every day so if black on black crime exists at any rate white on white crime exists um hispanic on hispanic crime exists all every race that crime occurs around exists because of crime occurring around you that's the people you around if you lived in a community with a bunch of um Indian warriors, what you gonna be? That's gonna be Indian on Indian crime, Native American on Native American. That's what we gotta call it, huh? If we're being equally correct, huh? So we gotta we it's it's only it's whatever whatever you are around is going to be what happens that and people who you integrate with crime and criminal things. 
that's just that man it all that other stuff about like it does because it, we pulling this and all that man if you live with these people every day that's the people who, who you're gonna be running up on you ain't gonna have no you're not creating no other havoc and wreaking havoc with other people outside of your communities like that which is crazy but i'm just saying that's just the way it is that's just the way it is so we now now that we've gotten through the um the myths and not myths let's do some some um uh, funny myths and some things that we have believed in our life <laughs> all our life like we thought it was funny growing up we know as grown people now that half of this stuff that we were laughing at and being taught as children was um we know now that it's fake but as kids we took this code serious you couldn't tell us nothing about stepping on a crack and breaking your mama back. You couldn't say nothing about that. If a person, man, I remember we was walking up the street to the uh, basketball court one day, and we used to live on this neighborhood on Hartsville Road. And we walking up to the back to the basketball court one day, and this little boy had stepped on a crack. And these little boys about to fight about this shit here. Then he stepped on a crack, and then the boy say, um, you gonna break your mama back. I don't want you breaking they was brothers. You better you need to stop doing that. You're gonna break our mama back. And they was gonna get down hard and fight about this. Baby, we did not play about step on a crack, break your mama back. Mm-mm. We didn't play about that. Um, but learning it as a child and as innocent and childish as it was. If we feared those repercussions, we did not want to step on a crack and break our mom back. We did not. Mm -mm. Yeah. And they've been saying, and it's been around for a very, very long time. They said, but that that statement alone, which is stupid in itself, has been around since the um, 19th century, and not just 1989 when people go to talking and trying to make it seem like us born in the 80s was we just devastatingly old but just the 19th century in general that goes all the way back to 1901 1910 1920 1930 you know 1960 with our parents so it's something that's been around for a long time um if your ear is ringing someone is talking about you how many people still believe that though don't act like y'all don't believe that do not act like y'all do not believe that if your ear ringing, somebody talking about you. Do not tell me y'all don't believe that. No, I know y'all believe that because y'all probably still be saying that to this day. <laughs> I know it. I know it. I promise you, I know it. It's so many things I be hearing people say in their office and in their space when they um talking to themselves about something they done did and i was like lord they still on that old stuff where we, we we remember stuff um don't cut <laughs> what <are> you say <laughs> if your ears ring you don't have you don't gotta do that no more huh? can you don't believe in that no more huh? i now you know it's like i i don't i never thought it was real about your ears ringing in all honesty, I ain't never think that was real. Don't cut a baby's hair before his or her first birthday. What happens when what as as a boy mom? What happens if you do that? Is that a myth 
or do like is that something that people really follow is that is that something that really people really follow because i'm very interested in um oh she said facts so is there a reason why people like follow that peter Cause it's interesting to know that if you like, cause I, you ain't know the person that told me that, and this ain't the first time I heard that you shouldn't cut a little boy's hair before their first birthday. But I always thought it because they head kind of tender. You know what I'm saying? I always thought it was because their head was still tender. They have grown messed up. That's law. <laughs> All right. So we cut babies hair before that one. So that ain't just no myth. That's law. That's low. Um, sunshine raining and thunder at the same time. The devil is be his wife. What's that? What that mean? If everything, if every element of weather is happening at one time, that means the devil being his wife, y'all. Mm. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Okay. The devil beating his wife. <laughs> My girl said she didn't think he had one. <laughs> she didn't think he had one. I see the other people looking, looking in there with their eyes, but they they respond. They want to see what somebody else is gonna say. Y'all tell me what y'all think. Do y'all think the devil beat his wife? Do y'all think the, the devil had a wife? Because you know, I guess he gotta touch on something. Um, if your palm is itching, that means you got you you are coming into some money. Itchy palms mean money on the way. What y'all think about that? I mean, we it I think it kind of just depends on people's situation because people um like if somebody gets some money that day just because they weren't expecting to, hey, we can't say it ain't because they palm going itching. It could have been coming anyway, but either way it goes. If they had them itchy palms and they got that money that they let these people live, <laughs> let them live, baby. I'm telling you, let them live. Let them live. Um, don't talk on the phone or turn on the TV while it's thundering and lightning. Nah, my friend girl told me or put a, she actually didn't tell me she put a post up on Facebook. And um, she was like, her mama used to pull over on the side of the road. Let the, even before she would pull over on the side of the road, she would let all the windows up, turn off the AC and everything, then pull up on the side road and turn off the car. And and they would sit there until um it slow it slacked up a little bit. <laughs> now while I'm home and while I'm driving, I'm trying to get home. But while I'm home, we ain't got no TVs on while it's thundering and lightning. No, sir, buddy Bob. We ain't talking about no cell phones. We ain't get struck. We are not getting struck. Y'all can say what y'all want. That's law. 
That is law. That's one thing about it. You are not about to mess up nobody's life with thunder and lightning. People get struck every day. <laughs> they really do. They really do. Mm -mm. Don't put your purse on the flow or you'll stay broke. Now, in the first half of the show, we definitely did the real truth myths that um, black people do suffer from or have to go through or listen to because of things that they were taught and that others and others and things were raised upon. Like we know for a fact, I, I want to go back to another myth that somebody else um, that was pointed out to me before about black people. And we know for a fact that black men and women have a very, very high marriage rate. Um, and we know that statistically, there are more women asking for a divorce than men, which is another reason why that single woman rate is much higher than the single man rate. So we, there are a lot of stats that do say that black pretty much that what I be feeling that we be going against each other too much when we supposed to be, you know, embracing and supporting and, and, and looking out after and taking care of each other. And we don't do that enough. We should do that a little bit more because if there was more of that, we would have less, less of a demographic of people who do not care about what should be happening on a positive level. And we, we really would have more people concerned about each other in our in our race. Um, because it's a lot of lack of, it's a lot of ignorance that goes along. That's why so much violence and there's so much irrationality and there's so many misunderstandings, miscommunications because we are not taking the time to even learn and love ourselves in order to have understanding for other people's actions and what they think and what they feel. So we do have to do better at having a better firm and, and, and more united understanding of each other as a whole, y'all, because we are some really, really wonderful fucking people. Y'all don't know that? I don't know if y'all know, but I know I'm cool as hell. And most people are no cool. So we're gonna have to start doing a little bit more, more you having more of a united combination of cool ass people that ain't doing things to hurt one another. We just gotta do it. So um what's the uh myth about going to the zoo while you're pregnant? It say don't go to the zoo when you're pregnant. And the reason is your baby will come out looking like an animal, particularly a monkey. Is that true? Anybody been to the zoo? Anybody been to the zoo while they were pregnant and they got a monkey man looking back there? Let's be honest. Let's be honest. It's, it's a superstition. But it says that it um, sounds like it was created from racist notions because they were not able to find the origin of the superstition while there has yet to be a baby who has transformed into a monkey. So that's, that's really just funny. I think they just did that out of humor. <laughs> I think they just did that out of humor because I ain't never heard no shit like that now. They tripping. They really tripping. 
They really trip because I I don't know. I I've never heard that. <laughs> and I heard some crazy superstitions, but that has not been one of them. Um, of course, this one, this one we done heard this one. Fish dreams. Fish dreams mean that someone is having a baby. And if cats lingering around your house or something too. Because they say animals know when you're pregnant. It says that superstition is somewhat true. Um, some scientists believe that a dog's keen sense of smell also it allows it to notice a hormonal difference in a woman when she's pregnant. So a dog can tell when a woman is pregnant too. Mm -hmm. mm. If you break a mirror, you will get seven years bad luck. Mm. Well, um, I don't know if that's true or not because I think what's gonna happen is what's gonna happen. So I guess I don't really believe in the aspect of having bad luck. I think that you might fall into some realms of having some good, some good days and some great notions, but. If I think that bad luck exists more than good luck, then what am I? You know what I'm saying? Like, we can possibly, but hey, maybe if it's true, maybe if I broke, broke in a mirror, maybe that's why I never won the lottery. Because I broke that mirror, maybe that might be why. So it might be true, honey, y'all. Yeah. What about crossing a black cat? the path of a black cat y'all still believe in that like when the black cat cross in front of you and stuff mm -hmm. black cats just bring some type of i don't know it just have some type of something that have you going like oof, i don't like oof, no um so we got a few more on there but i just i wanted to run through those because i wanted to um go through the first and foremost i wanted to go through the real myths and let us debunk those because we really need to know that the way that life is set up is for us to either make it better for ourselves or to sit up and just say you know what this is just the way it is and i accept it and they be saying that about things that are myths like they just go ahead and take on the whole mythical the mythological thesis that this is just the way it should be Nothing has proven to you that that's the way it should be. No one has shown you that this is the way it should be. However, you put this in your mind that this is the way it should be. Just because you believe a myth, somebody lied to you and made you feel like, damn. Damn. So before you start accepting other people's truths as your story, create your own story. That's the whole reason that I wanted to do this show about debunking this today is because I want us to start being the narratives of our own stories. We need to be the storytellers, the writers, the actors, the uh, audience, the lights, the camera, and the action of our own lives. Stop allowing other people to live and tell your story for you. I appreciate y'all for tuning in today, always and forever, because y'all give me 
so much joy in doing my podcast. Thank you so much for being a part of it. And we are going to continue making history with this Brown Girl podcast. You hear me? And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for always tuning in. You guys have a wonderful rest of your week. Goodness is always going to come. There's nothing stopping your greatness but you. Give it up for yourselves. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. Peace.